0: Welcome to another episode of Different Shades of Queer. This is your host, Sara. And today we will be continuing with part two of um, Being a Drag Queen. Enjoy! What does drag mean to Amor Love and Mitchell? Yes,
1: yeah, so they are very different individuals, but together. So right off the bat, that's a fully kind of a complex situation. Um, I As I have alluded to a few times before, uh, each performer is unique and individual. Mitchell is very unique. Um, he has lived experiences and values and beliefs that more Love of um, enhances. And so I describe my drag and my aesthetic and my personal values and beliefs from what um, Mitchell is fueled by what Mitchell uh, has a burning desire for. So I try to uh, make as much of a connection to him as possible to not lose myself in the process. Just like anything, when you're when you're recreating yourself, you can choose to deviate completely on a new pattern, or you can use references from the old blueprint. Um, And I think that I found a nice little blend of both where i um have my unique aesthetic appeal that really speaks to me mm-hmm. and what i'm from um i as i like to say i like the vintage look but not the values um so i like to always have a little nod to that aesthetic appeal without having the references of the time and the era and the um the uh, the injustice essentially yeah. I can be surrounded by each decade that we have looking back and so drag is an ability to do that is to uh, to take a, a large and life performance, look like Mary Poppins, but yet not as well um, uh, share those values because Mitchell doesn't share those values. Right? Uh, There's really anything that a says or does that Mitchell wouldn't, right? Yeah. Uh, so a will wear a lot more makeup than Mitchell and wear usually uh, hair, which Mitchell doesn't uh, has never done. Um, and not to say that he won't, but just hasn't. It's just nothing that I personally feel inclined to do Um, I have my own hair my longer red hair as I keep it the way I like it so that when I do have that experience with Mitchell it is Mitchell Um, and that it's kind of balancing two worlds but remembering that they come from the same uh, family, right? They have the same birth, essentially. And that I, I always try to give a little bit of love to, to Mitchell um, because Mitchell, when Mitchell's having a bad day, Amor um, has a rough time as well. Yeah, Mitchell and Miss Amor um, always seem to be somewhere along the same lines. Um, again, I might not feel so empowered to uh, be able to take my words and feel that they mean as much as what Amor allows me to feel. Mm, wow. Amor definitely gives me that little extra spark that i find i've always wanted or needed in my life to be able to go say more of what's on my heart do more what makes me happy and to live more for what what i can get from
0: yeah that's really nice to know that these two entities and people i guess are connected you, you are connected and that uh, although you're two different personas mitchell affects a more in a more affects mitchell right wow
1: it's a very symbiotic relationship
0: mm-hmm.
1: we we it's not parasitic but symbiotic, so a more to feed off of Mitchell, and when you de drag um and take the hair and the gown and the, and the and lashes off you feel drained you feel less than i make it a point that i feel more than that when i'm wiping off my makeup that i'm wiping uh, I'm, I'm wiping off energy but underneath is influenced with the positivity that it's left with. kind of like a stain of that pink you just can scrub and scrub and scrub and it seems to always be there the pink i don't know why just red diffuses to pink diffuses to just Irritant. Um but yeah, here we go. Always a color in me. Um and I just when I take that off, Mitchell just tries his his all of his might to be able to hang on to something positive from that experience. Yeah. So something maybe get um, say to me after the show. Sometimes it's messages that I get after the show, sometimes it's smiles that I see in the audience. So that's why it's so important um to for me, for my drag to make a difference in somebody's life because ultimately they're making a difference in my life too. Mm-hmm. That's and, beautiful. Uh, and, and and it's a very symbiotic relationship that way, too. Um, and that I'm not just taking from the crowd the energy, but I'm hoping to give back something for positivity, for empowerment.
0: Wow, that's complex, beautiful. Because I think in a part of my brain, I also had that misconception. Or people out there, it may be their experience during drag of when they take off um, the makeup and the dress and whatever they are wearing, they feel drained. And it's very beautiful to know that you make an effort to not feel that way, but
1: to end that cycle. Yeah. Because there's been nights where I've cried my makeup off. Um, my tears uh, completely engulfed me. Um, I, I, I just felt defeated as a, as a human being because mm-hmm. I took it personally. And so again, that's when, when you do have these moments where you walk into the room and other drag performers don't even acknowledge you. Or maybe you uh, go into a crowd and there's a cricket. You could hear a in drop after your performance, mm. it, you just start to really take those att- and not those attacks. You just to take those experiences personally, mm. and that will only it, it engulf you. It'll eat right. you away. It'll add more little voices to an already plethora uh, of, of audience members up there in my head mm. that all are clamoring to say something. And I just want to make sure that I try to say, okay, sure. That happened. Not happy about it. Not positive, not empowering, but I really did go with my numbers or I really liked my outfits tonight, or I met this really sweet individual who said how much they enjoy drag and how much it meant for them to see us perform. So I always try to remind myself, okay, sure, this did happen. Yeah, we're acknowledging that, but we're not fixating on it. We're not making it the soul of what I do and why I do it. Um, I used to be fixated on pictures, on perfection, on getting liked by everybody, making sure all my Instagram posts were positively reinforced, Heard, and that I've seen all the other drag performers around the the local province and and other provinces like it I was fixated on getting everyone's approval but I forgot what okay. why I did it why was I doing this right was it to prove to everyone else I can was it to prove to myself was it to prove to my family uh, what was my fire and and sometimes um, when you get into these experiences Experiences that really are more than just performing, that's when you really get these tough questions. You really have an art form that seeps into who you are mm-hmm. um it really starts to rewire your brain a little bit, restarts to rewire this and starts to fix that and then before you know it you're 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 getting a full overhaul sometimes um body, mind, soul, and spirit and, um, and that can be draining, so I definitely don't want people to think that every time I take my wig off, I'm laughing and, and going,
0: oh no, yeah." <laughs>
1: It's definitely um, it's definitely a battle that I consciously make every time. So it's it's a win sometimes. It's a lose sometimes. But I never stop reminding. I never stop pushing, um, because that's what really makes um, drag uh, special to me. In the end of the day is being able to take away as much positivity from the experience and and leaving whatever is what it'll be it will be and if and if that's the old old proverb if they ain't paying your bills don't pay them no mind (laughs) um so it's um it comes down to sometimes you know making sure that you look after number one and that is you
0: yeah well and touching upon that, well, first, the fact that you do have, there's, like, a strength that you need to have on yourself of mm-hmm. um, kind of, like, knowing that at the end of the day, the most important, per- like, value of opinion and everything is yourself. Um, because it's you, right? Like, <laughs> you need to be able to be content with yes. yourself, I guess.
1: 100%, yes. yeah. Yeah. You need to be okay with your decisions made. In the end of the day, you need to rest your head on your pillow and be comfortable with how the day went out. How did it play out? Did you have a good morning and and an afternoon and a better evening? What did you do during that day to make the best situation possible for you? Did you Mm -hmm. choose anything or was everything imposed upon you? Was there any self-reflection that's available or is it all prosecution and pointing fingers? There's a lot of ways that which I used to always make sure that somebody else had the blame, but eventually that those fingers going to come back to you somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of ownership and it's hard to hear that Um, life is not perfect. Life is not dandy. It's not going to give you um, the perfect mix every time, but to hold that accountable for your misfortunes, your poor thinking and, and prejudgments that can only get you so far until you start burning those relationships, burning those bridges, and then all of a sudden, all you left was this one little island with no connection. And because in the end of the day, nobody's going to want to um, uh, have that experience with you. So I, I did a lot of that. Um, and I had a lot of bridges were burned and um, a lot of um, connections that I lost because of my poor um, ability to, to cope with my own self. Mm-hmm. And I expected other people to understand, to learn to grow right off the bat without having expectations upon myself. I just, I just wanted whatever they wanted, whatever they felt. And, and that's a t- two totally different um, stories. And for me to try to make them identical, it was just a losing fight that I yeah. never, win, thank goodness, um, because I learned after going down that avenue and it closing, what other avenue opens up for me? What other opportunity is there? So drags definitely taught me to, when one door closes, another one is bound to open somewhere. Um, losing a uh, safe space to perform at, a uh, closing door. People thought it was going to end careers. It was going to be the biggest thing, um, you know, for the community. And it definitely had an impact, but the community has gone through a lot worse. And um, and there's a lot of prosecution in our past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of closures of doors in our past that one more isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to do it. So we just simply redirect our energy. We just move forward. We find a new space. We find new friends. We find new community spaces. Um, and then if you're lucky enough, uh, given the opportunity, somebody comes along and creates a new space for you to come back to. Or maybe there's a new space created elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that's an a everlasting uh, vibe that, that it's a movement. It's, a, it's an ideological uh, kind of way of being, essentially. Um, drag is definitely a transformative experience from head to toe, inside and out, um, if you let it if you really let it influence you the way that it can it can be the most magical transformation
0: it's wow and i'm so glad you brought it up the fact that drag performers have had a hard time during coronavirus but you have not been defeated and it's incredible to know how much strength you have had during these times um and also listeners please support your drag performers locally Um, Uh, so yeah. Even if
1: it's just a like or follow. Yes. Oh we it's- we we enjoy knowing that our art is well received, but mainly that it that it's that it's that it's changing. Um even that it's just changing your your life for a little bit. Um because I mean there's there's pictures I see drag performers, I look at them and I just go, wow, wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: look at the aesthetic, look at the hairstyle, look at the paint job, look at the outfit, look at everything together. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just for a split second, I forget about, you know, making minimum wage. I forget about having bills to pay. Um, I forget about negativity in my head. It's still there. It's not a be all cure, but it is a, um, it is an empowering distraction that can lead to an empowering experience, which can lead to an empowering change in your life. Um, I think it it starts off small, like a little seed. Um, And sometimes you just, you know, are doing your best you can, but it's nice to just sit back, collect yourself and take a look at it. Maybe take it from another angle. Um, And sometimes you just need to sit back and forget about the world. And um, I've heard so many people say that drag is empowering for them. They think, Oh my gosh, what it must be like to do this. If you can do that in your life, what can I do in my world? Yeah. So I always tell people if United Pentecostal boy can do this with their life, what can you do with your life? Um, Mm. uh, It it just really challenges me and how I was raised every single day. And I love that. I love that Um, because it's through the challenge and the conflict that sometimes I've learned more about myself and learned more about what makes me me versus what I was born believing, Mm -hmm. what I was taught.
0: Yes, I relate to that. Oh my God, okay.
1: (laughs) So the filters we're giving um, at birth and, and reinforced through our raising and our communities and our families and our friends we've had, experiences we've gone through. These are all filters one after another, just stacking. And we have to work through those filters with our thoughts and it changes the thought sometimes by the time it gets to the end it can be something totally different you could start Mm -hmm. off being self-love and then being self-loathing or self-hatred at the end depending on what those filters are in between Mm -hmm. and so I've learned to look back and go oh my heavenly day what filter are you taking it off it's all sludgy it's all gross in my mind it's like I envision something like a dirty fish filter Mm-hmm. Just take, my oh, we're not even going to, no, not salvaging that. We're just going to put a new one in We're going to just let that air airy. We're going to see what's underneath, what has been underneath this whole time. <gasps> so maybe I'm not afraid of looking like a woman. I'm just afraid of losing my family. Maybe wow. I'm not afraid of, of, you know, of being who I am, but it was because of the sexual experiences imposed upon me as a child that jaded me and destroyed my inner sexuality and inner being of who I was.
0: Yes. That's mind-blowing. Oh, so my God. <laughs> it's just
1: taking those filters, shaking them off and saying, do I really need this? Is mm-hmm. this helping me anymore? It may have helped it and served a purpose. Most likely it did or else it wouldn't be there. But just like everything else in our life, everything changes all the time. Society is changing and growing. And that doesn't mean that we don't get to enjoy that experience too. Um, Mm -hmm. For my family members, if they ever get to listen to this, bless their hearts. Hey guys, um, love you. Um, Just make sure that you do you. You follow your heart. Um, Don't be afraid about losing relationships. If you lose them over choices made for your heart, then they never were there to begin with. It's painful to experience that and to know that. But what's even more painful is to live a lie and to live a life that you're not fully desired and fulfilled. What's more, what's more, What's more sad than that? And so I don't, I'm not angry with my family anymore um, what they did to me is wrong and mm-hmm. how they experienced it is completely on their terms without any regards potentially to how I might've gone through and felt it. But in hindsight, they do reflect on those and they feel bad and they regret the decisions they've made. But it doesn't unrace the multitude of volumes of self-hatred books I wrote all by myself, all through my youth and and young childhood. Um, I'm slowly erasing those sentences and rewriting them. Yeah. yeah. I'm just... You have to rewrite your own story. You can't let others do it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You're your own editor, your own chief, your own advisor, your own everything you need to be. Uh, The power is in your hands. It's just learning and growing with different tools and resources to do that. Um, Maybe I didn't have an eraser at the time, but eventually someone handed me one and said, here you go. Mm -hmm. Why don't you try rewriting your own history?
0: Yeah, and And Once
1: I started, it just never stops and it shouldn't. Um, it, there's always room to grow. There's always learn uh, reasons and to improve. Um, I am okay with saying, I don't know everything. Um, I'm very comfortable with admitting that I am still growing and learning and that I could use a lot more cognitive behavioral therapy. I could use sessions every day. Um, but I'm working with what I get and I'm working with what I've got in the past. And, um, I'm just trying to help anyone else out there going through the same thing.
0: Yeah. That, that's so I, important. and more like, Oh my God! What you're what you're talking and your mere existence, I guess, as as a more and a more love, <laughs> um, the fact that it just hit me a lot because I can relate so much in in growing up with uh, a family, a culture, an environment where they raised me to hate who I am. Um, And and until this day, although I have created a distance like you, um, the internal process and constant work on myself to battle internalized homophobia, internalized transphobia, just internalized hate towards myself because of being part of the queer community. It's mind blowing and
1: it's exhausting.
0: It is exhausting. It, it
1: can be, be back-breaking. Yeah. It can break us. And it has broken many of our brothers and sisters and our trans individuals and our family, our community. It has broken many people. Yeah. And it's through that that we need to stand together to reinforce each other so that we don't break. Um, it's, it's understanding the importance that we can all play in each other's lives, even just simply by being a support system, by being positive, by being uplifting, by listening, maybe you don't want to be the positive cheery side. That's fine. Maybe you don't have to be the cheerleader in somebody's life, but sometimes just being in their life means more than what you could ever say. So, uh, I think there's always a role for somebody to play. And um, what I choose to do with my role is to, um, to, to gown up and to, right. and to do what I can to spread the word. Um, and in my experiences, share what I've gone through, but yet listen to others as well and hope that that changes my life too. Um, Almost evidently, it always will, because um, you always learn another perspective that you didn't have to live, you didn't have to go through. Um, it, you can just take away what you need to to learn to move on healthily and positively um, with the next encounter with the next individual, um, what? whatever have you. Drag has been the best religion I've ever I've ever followed, and it's replaced my religion, that same comfort that I used to find when praying and leaving my my sins at the altar. Um, praying for deliverance and that I would be, I would ask, you know, myself after each, each sermon, oh my goodness, I need to make sure that I get the most out of this because I know I'm that sinful. I know I've really sinned this week. Uh, Maybe I, um, you know, uh, did some self-care that was taboo in the Mm -hmm. church. Um, Maybe I indulged in myself um, to which the church would look down upon. Um, So all these things were going through my head as while I'm praying uh, for deliverance but yet knowing that deep down inside I was praying against myself Mm -hmm. um I was praying for a reform of the entire body head to toe and um, that's exhausting when you wake up and have a factory reset button every morning because that's how your default that's how you wake up and go that's how you experience and live not like you choose to down on a a lesbian jacket or a gay pair pants or a trans uh, sweater or a non-binary, um, you know, suitcase. It's not like these are items that we can just let go of. Mm-hmm. These are not accessories um to just change us willy-nilly. These are our lived experiences. This is who we are. Um And figuring that out, it, it was debilitating to know that then my church, my family, my society I was born and raised in was never going to allow that. Um, and some individuals in my family do support me. Mm-hmm. So flip side, mm-hmm. um, there's the cousins that love me and support yeah. me. And there's family that come from far and wide that's broken out of the, the small-minded thinking in small communities. And they've gone to bigger cities where they've had more experiences. They've had more abilities to grow. Um, they've changed their perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's not all negative and bad, hormones and more. Uh, no, it, it can be, uh, yes, those were painful experiences. But on the flip side, I got to learn and meet and grow with people who want to be in my life, mm-hmm. who choose to be in my life. And those are relationships that are really valuable to me because when you become so, you know, kind of talkative and, and, and know everybody and very engaging like I am. I mean, I can have so many friends on Facebook, but do I talk to half of them? No. Um, do any of them enforce my values and beliefs? No. Um, so where where am I left with, right? Okay. So it's sitting through the good, um, uh, all those fans and friends and family and finding the nuggets, that, that those little gemstones that really mean a lot to you because they love you for who you are. They support you for what you do. As long as you're not hurting somebody else or yourself, you do you yeah and it's and it's a pretty magical transformation and and you don't have to be a drag artist to feel that Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a part of the lgbtqi two-spirited community to feel that yeah you can be just human
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's why i love drag drag is not just for um individuals um of you know um uh, whatever nature sexual orientation gone right out the window Um, Drag actually loves it when you take sexuality and sexual orientation and you twist it. Drag loves that because it's an expressive form. It's something that's different. It's Mm -hmm. something edgy. Um, In the end of the day, it, it doesn't always have to be positive uplifting right um i'm just one of many um that some performers would you know rather go a different route to explore that is fantastic not everybody's going to resonate with me not everybody's going to like me not everybody's going to know my experiences but somebody's going to love that drag performer and see potential in them and Mm -hmm. be made by them so it doesn't matter how we get there um as long as we all find that little nugget of truth within this art form that can change their perspectives, allow them to grow as an individual. Yeah. Um, that's what I find empowering and exciting about drag.
0: That's the beauty of diversity. Incredible. It so is. almost moving to closing this episode, yeah. um, I'm going to read a statement as usual, and we're just going to talk a little bit about it, or opinions on it. Being a drag performer is a political statement. Mm. Any thoughts on it?
1: oh yes plenty of thoughts um Mm -hmm. it certainly can be Mm -hmm. it has drag has its roots in political movement for sure um and those roots are always going to influence even the top um uh leaves of the tree right Mm -hmm. but each leaf is individual amongst so every leaf can grow a little bit bigger a little bit smaller over this way over that way shift up shift down shift wherever they want Mm -hmm. um so I think that it can be political. Um, does it doesn't always have to be. No, um, it can certainly be whatever you're comfortable with, because, again, confidence is one of the biggest things that's going to make a drag uh, mm-hmm. performance successful, um, in, in, enticing to watch, engaging. And so it's not always about popularity. It's not always about beauty. It's not always about money. But it is always about something that means something to you, and usually that's where political uh, evidence come from. That's usually have these special movements, these individuals that stand up and say, "No, I don't agree with this statement," and then you find a lot of other people don't either. So, um, drag certainly, uh, it, it most likely will come from some political stance or some inside part of you that does stir um, more one way or the other on a topic, but whether or not that then articulates itself into being political that's totally
0: up to the individual yeah i guess when when i wrote this statement i was also looking at it as um so i'm from chile chile mm-hmm. it's a country in south america and i i feel like as a country as as a community as people there's still a lot of growth to do in terms of acceptance towards the lgbtqa two plus community, and so I feel like sometimes for performers, there the mere fact of showing up to a gig and dressing up and do a drag performance, it's fine to a system that works against them. Exactly. Yeah. There's
1: always some because the fact that I am a um, uh, a homosexual male, um, and not impersonating, but embodying a, uh, a feminine aesthetic yeah. and, and appearance is a defiance to my raising my family values. Thank goodness. Um, and you know, a, a lot of other things that society needs to be challenged on, yeah. um, again, when we were talking about conflict, that's where I learned the most about sometimes how, who I am, what, what, um what is my my go-to response what is my go-to action mm-hmm. that go-to response helpful or hindering um yeah. is it beneficial or uh, uh discouraging and so mm-hmm. I've learned to try to figure out so whichever one I need to tweak a little bit so that it works better um in my long run uh, to use then that's amazing not always given the opportunity so I'm always grateful when I do discover those moments um mm-hmm. And again, just being who you are, and and chances are, performing the way that you will as drag artists, you were going to be defiant to somebody somewhere. So it yeah. definitely is a living art form. In um in the time, of much like when artists uh, would paint um renditions of individuals um very risque in in some manners or such, or a movement within the art field um that really transformed people the way that they seen art seen artists um. Those same movements, those people were ridiculed. They were um, banned from many places. They they lost their lives sometimes by speaking out and by defying the status quo, mm-hmm. going against the grain. Um, and drag artists have always been the ones definitely go the other way. Um, Um, and that's why I say it definitely takes a lot uh, out of you sometimes. And so I do encourage anybody listening, wanting to be a drag artist, um, self love in yourself, find that reservoir that you can draw from religiously, no pun intended. Um, because drag can be a religion for sure, but it can exhaust you too. Um, because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of injustice out there to take on. There's a lot of movements that can really debilitate you as a human being and make you feel like, well, what's the use? We don't have this. We don't have that. This is horrible. This is this, this is that the world is going to this and then you're going to run out of fingers before you run out of problems. Um, and so to be sure that you don't take on too much more than what you can self sustain, um, whatever you're able to do in your life, go for it. Um, if you want to push the boundaries, do it. Um, just never forget about yourself, never mm-hmm. forget about the person inside and, um, and how they're going to be able to go forward to the next level, um, so that they're not left in the dust way behind, um, because eventually the, 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 drag regalia comes off
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, what you're left with is, is your, is your, is your entity, your being, um, let it be reinforced, um, rather than, um, broken down. Uh, it's definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, amore love. And to anyone listening right now um, who has thought about doing drag, um, who is curious about it, this maybe you're called to go for it. Try yeah. it once. Yeah. Why
1: not? You, you. I mean, debatably, depending on who you are and what religion you follow. Um, you only live once, right? So I mean, yeah. <laughs> be stuck in a Luke, but uh, loop that's no i mean make sure that this round of the cycle is pretty fantastic
0: yes oh my god i'm so excited well thank you more love and me too for being here today and for participating in uh, this episode of the podcast please go follow them in all the platforms Um, I will be linking it in the description of the episode, but also if you want to shout out your name on Instagram or Facebook.
1: It's just a more love. A-M-O-U-R love. Okay. Yeah. So both of those on Facebook or Instagram will take you to my pages. And again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send them to me. I would love to hear feedback, Um, whether it was encouraging, whether it was discouraging. I do advise you if you do have positive, if you have feedback, let it be feedback. Don't let it be an attack. Yes, okay. <laughs> I always want to learn and grow as an individual, but I don't want to be yelled at. Um, who wants to be yelled at? Nobody. <laughs> no,
0: nobody. nobody said that word.
1: So um, if you do have feedback, then give it critically um upon the best of your judgment. Okay, folks. So okay. um try to not be silent, but you don't need to burn the house down either doing it.
0: <laughs> oh my god, thank you so much. Yes, please let you're us welcome. know what you're thinking about this episode. I hope you enjoyed. it. Um Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your willingness. And I'm just very grateful for that. I know it can be difficult, but I hope that you're feeling safe in this space.
1: I certainly am. You've done a lot for just being able to bring a lot of these topics to the platform. So thank we do our own unique way of adding to the community. Uh, just what I do and what you do, um, it, it's, it's, it's a testament. So thank you for doing this. And um, without you, I wouldn't be able to share my, my thought. So again, a very symbiotic relationship right here. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Okay, everyone listening, please tune in for the next episode next week. Um, Let us know your thoughts about the podcast in general. If you have any topics that you want me to touch upon, um, let us know. Uh, Have fun. And thank you for tuning in to Different Shades of Queer. See you. Bye. Bye.